I am enjoying this because Mike Mike Morhen now that uh, is now that he's out of the company, looks like he's been he's going to be going on a tour where he gets to speak ill of of Blizzard now. Ooh, ooh, please, please give me the unfiltered thoughts of Mike Morhen. Um. So. One of the things uh, that you probably don't know, but I might have told this story before, and it's, it's again, it's gospel, it's gold. You know me, right? Like, I get the leaks. People talk to me. People like me. Oh, it just is what it is. The, the Richard Lewis you meet in person, the Richard Lewis you see on the stream, nice guy, and he likeable guy. So only Twitter Richard, that's fucking vicious. But that's why I have to put all of my hostility that to, to, to stay sane. So people tell me everything all the time. So one of the stories that I got told was, well, why why was Mike Morhaime like getting sidelined at the company? Because you have to understand, this is like one of the founders of Blizzard, beloved guy. Um, all the you know was I've never met anybody have anything bad to say about him, right? And keep in mind, he's an executive at a fucking company who was thought to be in an, in a unfireable like an unassailable position so <laughs> that's very rare that people think positively of people like that but i never met anyone say anything bad about him but i did start hearing these rumors like a while back that uh he was getting sidelined and pushed out right because he'd criticized some of the esports program that uh, blizzard was putting together now if you know anything about how the company's working right now you cannot criticize blizzard esports activision blizzard esports i should say you can't do it you cannot do it because if you do you're gonna get got because that is they're, they're they're pinning everything on that being the money maker trust me guys the amount of money that they've made of all these like promises and protestations of things to be of the best league so again just to give you some fucking hot fucking tea as you pussy o's call it right some of the sponsorship deals are fucking mental out there i've heard like on the t-mobile shit i've had like 100 you know over over 130 mil I, I know I know franchises that are supposedly signing 10 million 14 million dollar sponsorship deals right that's just the franchise for themselves that then gets divided up with the league and everything else right so the esports division is making crazy money and think about it to even get a piece of this shit you've got to pay 20 mil 30 mil just to have a seat at the table so there's all this cash right but what they haven't figured out is like how's the revenue gonna work because they were meant to be selling broadcasting rights this year this season and yeah they did a deal with disney and did a deal with espn did a deal with abc but the there was meant to be exclusive broadcasting rights that the uh franchises were meant to be getting a cut of but that didn't materialize so now they're like, wait, so not only do we need to hemorrhage cash this year, because most orgs have had one payout from Blizzard. Most of the franchises have had one payout from Blizzard. Um, and I think it was the Fanatics sponsor, uh, the Fanatics merchandise stuff. I don't, right. People are still waiting to see these checks. Anyway, neither here nor there. 
the bottom line is that if you criticize esports, the esports division in Blizzard right now, you are going to get got. You are going to get savaged. And Mike Moyne's been around the block. He's thinking, surely I get to speak my mind. I'm Mike motherfucking Moyne. Surely I get to speak my mind. No, he doesn't. No one does. So one of the one of the times he, he, he started getting phased out, first of all, he criticized Heroes of the Storm internally and said um that he had some reservations about it that was input on notice but things weren't quite so serious back then because they had plans and they were a little bit like deluded about how it was gonna go but he criticized overwatch wah, wah. i think he said internally or it might have been even externally in some interview that's been memory hold that he didn't think overwatch was esports ready and the execs fucking lost their shit and he was on borrowed time from that fucking moment so understand he's one of the guys who actually gets it and knows probably more about esports despite not even really being like necessarily an esports guy not even being that esports centric <clears throat> there was a big flip in Blizzard where in like 2012, 2013, you know, I had Blizzard employees on record as saying, if you go look at the articles at Cadre I wrote, real journalism. Um, That's right. I, I had Blizzard employees on record saying they don't give a fuck about esports. Quote, they only care about making good games. Now it's fuck good games. Let's get a piece of this esports dollar. Right? So they've done this 180 and mike Morheen was just a victim of that so he, he was pushed out i think this is the start of something beautiful because he did an interview this was uh um uh he did this round table at, a, at a, an event in barcelona and somebody asked him why do you think heroes of the storm had failed now i'm gonna say this i love mike love him great guy uh, I owe him a lot personally because I love Blizzard games. I'm sure you all feel that way if you love Blizzard games. This is one of the guys that, like, you know. It's like meeting fucking Ozzy Osbourne or whatever. You know, you, you don't necessarily like his music now, but it's Ozzy fucking Osbourne. You know what I'm saying? It's, he's like that. So, I'm going to give my own opinions about why fucking uh, Heroes of the Storm failed because... It was a game replete with problems. So I agree with this point. First of all, late to the table. When a genre pops off, whether it's fucking MMOs, right? Remember when it was the MMO Gold Rush? World of Warcraft won that one. Um, when it was RTS, Starcraft and Warcraft won that one. You, you remember when Blizzard could win shit. Uh, when it was Battle Royales, Right when it was class-based shooters, when it was FPS, and now for some reason it's auto chess type games. You will never know what is going to be the next genre, but I'll tell you this: if you don't get in at the first three to five titles that are all fighting for market share, if you come after that. And, and, and especially if they're ones that are run by big established developers, AAA games, and, you know, there ain't even any point. There is not even a point in coming to that table. So, and we've, how many, like, just look at BR. Look at BR. 
Like, not even EA, with a game that was very well received, Apex Legends, got very good reviews, had huge influence marketing. It's fucking Dunzo, innit? I saw that trailer for like, ooh, it's a dinosaur, ooh, ooh, it's Dunzo. BR's Dunzo, everyone's played out with it, even Fortnite's in decline, PUBG struggling, like, just across the board, the genre's kind of played out. Things just have their time, and you're gonna notice, right? Life cycles on games, they're getting shorter, because... People want the new thing, they want the next thing, they want whatever the influencers play in, they want whatever their friends are playing. It's become more, gaming's become more of an ephemeral experience right now in terms of where we distribute our time online because there are increasingly more and more options and more and more people telling us where we need to go. So the idea of like something like World of Warcraft, you will never see a game like World of Warcraft again. Never. Not even vanilla like when it does the rounds. It'll get that nostalgia, like, hook it into my veins, and then everyone will get bored inside of 18 months to two years. You will never see the likes of a World of Warcraft where people are still playing the game, like, that they played in vanilla to, like... I mean, how many fucking years has it been? What is it like? It's insane. So, you'll never see anything like that again. Because people just get bored and they want to put the time. Oh, is it Fortnite today? Is it? Ha <laughs> ha! It's Teamfight Tactics today now! Ha <laughs> ha! 15 fucking years. That's some outrageous shit. 15 years, and they haven't even updated their business model to reflect the times. It is like a time warp paying a subscription. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and exactly. You 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 got the World of Warcraft motherfuckers. You got them RuneScape motherfuckers. I don't know how they do it, me. I, I, oh, RuneScape, guys. Like, fucking beam me up. I can't even... I don't even understand. Like, you're playing a game in a fucking browser, and it's like... I am mining... I my mining is 99 like this is, what is this what are people doing this is shit anyway do you want to buy gold br br <laughs> wait 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 yes yes hack my account please um so anyway you won't see games like that anymore is my point So, coming late to the table is a big thing. But let's be real. Coming late to the table and just being shit <laughs> is far worse. Like, coming late to the table? Again, think about it this way. It's like, uh, you know, it's like strolling into an orgy, right? And you miss the first wave of fucking where people partnered up and people are watching. Everyone's come a few fucking times. Everyone's a little bit tired, a little bit dry, a little bit depleted. And you've got to be something special. You've got to have a big old swinging dick to get people interested again. If you fucking come in and just and pull the well out, and everyone's like, well, <laughs> fucking hell, I was going to go to bed, but I'd hate myself if I didn't have a go on that. Brilliant. Fine. Right? But if you ain't got that, if you come in and you're like, hey, hey, hey everybody, <laughs> you want me to see my little pigtail? Like, nah, it's alright, babe, off to bed, sorry. So, the fact that Heroes of the Storm came in late, and um, th their game was garbage, had so many problems. I played it, me and Sam played it. 
I even distinctly remember we had this moment when me and Sam were playing it, right? And Sam, me and Sam used to play League together, and uh, we stopped doing that because it was going to erode the friendship. And then I went, I, went I, I started learning Dota, and I think Sam just fucking, you know, tapped out of just MOBAs. Um, but we had a moment where we were playing it, and I was like, and he was like, mate. And I went, yeah. This is fucking shit, isn't it? And I went, it's not very engaging. Yeah, you're right about that. But I, I, I persevered with it for a little bit. And let's be let uh, let's be clear. Let's list some of the problems it had. You would disconnect. How long would it take in Hots to fucking reconnect? And they never fixed that. People were still pissing and moaning about that when fucking Activision came in and yanked the fucking wires out the life support machine. It was insane. Right? I can, in Dota, if I'm lagging or there's a problem or whatever, I can turn my whole computer off and get back into the game with enough time that, you know, or I've lost a bit of farm or whatever, you know. In fucking hots, I know it. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it, it used to feel like about four minutes or something, like four or five minutes or something. It was It was crazy. It was crazy how long it would take to get you back into a game. Obviously, the stuff with the drafting. Then, unlockables. It was really weird. It shows there's a lot of fanboys for Activision Blizzard that let them get away with a lot of shit. Because how overpriced were the skins and cosmetics and unlockables and all that nonsense in Heroes of the Storm? Didn't, didn't reflect value for money, in my mind. And the grind was pretty bad actually like we all we all know league right we all know how dota gives it you for free every you can have everybody right from the start and everything but it was it was it was really bad uh from what i remember so that might have changed and then as i said just overall um you're going up against games where you as a player have, like, way more agency in Dota 2, way more agency in League of Legends, way more agency, honestly, even in failed games like uh, Infinite Crisis or whatever the fuck it was called, that that uh, Warner Brothers one. Um, it, it, and then it's like, well, yep, I, we're, we're, I'm leveling up anyway because the team's leveling up. Han, yeah, of course. You know, you, it felt like you could... You could win games by yourself. I never felt that way in Hots. Like, I always felt like your team definitely had to be on, you know, the the same level and the same page way more. So, um, so anyway, those are my thoughts. Uh, I'm probably missing some out. Uh, I was very critical of Hots at the time. I told Blizzard staff it wasn't going to work. It didn't work. They hated me ever since. And, and, and remember, I've hosted a Heroes of the Storm event. DreamHack Valencia, can't remember what year. There was like me, Todd, Kolaris, all the boys, all the Blizzard fucking lovers, and then just me. And I was like, I think I said on the broadcast, yeah, this game's got some problems, hasn't it? And they're all just like, no, you can't say this. Anyway, so Mike Moyne. At this uh, thing, uh, game la game lab, it's called in Barcelona. Um, he said, first of all, I think the heroes team made a great game. 
One of my regrets is that we didn't pursue Dota early enough. Oh, don't we know it. Another reason, by the way, that Blizzard have this massive complex about, like, being the kings of esports now is because they made so many mistakes. You're fucked up in StarCraft. You're fucked up in Dota. You're like, let that mod go away. Imagine that! To a rival company, like, you fucking bellends! <laughs> you absolute bellends! How could you not recognize the fucking genius of that mod and what you had? Like, holy shit. Unreal. Anyway. Um, Dota was very popular and we were very focused on World of Warcraft at the time. There were more people playing Dota than Warcraft 3. Long before Valve put out Dota 2, Defense of the Ages was a community mod. Yeah, we know all that. Let's get back to Mike. But the community was doing a great job supporting it, and we didn't want to disrupt that. And we frankly had our hands full trying to support the growth of World of Warcraft. We felt like focusing on Warcraft was the right call at the time. In retrospect, boy. If I could go back in time and say, you know what? Why don't we have a small team that's focused on doing something with Dota? Or why don't we include Dota with the launch of StarCraft 2 and have a mode or something? I'd love to try doing. Uh, I'd love to try doing that a little bit earlier. I think Heroes was probably too late. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think this is very mild criticism, but it bodes well because one day someone's going to ask Mike a question about Overwatch, and oh god, it's going to be so good. It's uh, like he's really going to fucking uh, lay into it. I think. Um, in his polite sort of way. Uh, anyway, but that isn't that isn't all, right? Now I got to be careful because there was there was a, right now pinch of salt here, guys. You know me, I don't like to traffic in false or misleading information. Not my style. But uh, I always think if uh, potential leaks are uh, out there and floating around it's worth looking at them and making an assessment as to whether or not they're accurate and i was surprised at how the people didn't uh this didn't get picked up you know i didn't see any videos about it didn't see any forum threads about it um and it's probably because it's from 4chan now 4chan as we know is it's a mixed bag right i mean on the one hand, uh, I think, for example, like with the Bioshock Infinite leaks, they turned out to be accurate. And very often you'll see, like, people can go there and, and feel uh, secure in the anonymity of the platform. So they fucking will just do a drop and just leak stuff on there. And a lot of stuff historically in the past, like, you know, in the internet has been leaked on 4chan first. But because of that reputation, it's also a place a lot of trolls go to to put false information. And then people go, oh my god, is that real? So, I think, I mean, like, I think the QAnon thing probably started on 4chan. Um, or was it 8chan? Because there's, there's an 8chan now, obviously. Uh, but anyway. Uh, these leaks, now i got to be careful bringing this up, because I archived it, because oh, how it works with 4chan is it, it uh, you know, fades away over time. Um, but just to put this in, so I've got to be careful because obviously, um, I mean, like immediately it's not gay. If it's super risky showing 4chan, um, so 
Reasons why this could be real um, are there have been more layoffs at Blizzard uh, in, in the time frame of this, which was the 17th of June, matches up. Because if you remember, my report was big exodus coming at Blizzard. And I have a multiple sources tell me that, yes, lots of people have uh, been going um, uh, from Blizzard right now. And there's more names to come, and there's some have already gone, and it hasn't even been uh, revealed yet because they just don't want to deal with the media scrutiny. They want to get you know the feather the nest and get to the next place. But I like I like to think that you know if my credibility counts for anything, I was able to accurately call the exact day that Kim Fan left. I've had multiple other journalists who I won't name reach out to me and go. We followed up on your story and your reporting, and we are amazed at how thorough it was. So, the fact that people are saying uh, in this thread got fired from Blizzard, it matches up with people actually getting fired from Blizzard. Here's reasons why it probably is false or could be false. Um, I, I am thinking it's false. Or certainly contains a large portion of disinformation. Uh, because, first of all, how it works at Blizzard. Uh, it's very rare you would find somebody like assigned to multiple projects or having access to information across multiple projects. Um, but then, on the flip side, I also know nobody keeps secret of Blizzard's, uh, Blizzard. Especially right now with morale being so low. So everyone bitches about everyone else's shit. So this could be like water cooler talk could have some truth in it but some of these leaks are uh, ri ridiculous uh if true so I, I will just read them for you and we can uh you know have a bit of fun so um tell me something i don't know the mood across the whole company is bad um, and oh sorry the thread is called got fired from blizzard get your leaks here anon uh the mood across the whole company is bad Starcraft 2 is dead, Diablo 3 is dead, Overwatch, despite most of the fucking office saying sacrificing our casual audience to chase esports money was a bad fucking idea, is shock of shocks, dying, Hearthstone is being described as in a death spiral, we've had four projects cancelled in three months, and, uh, what's that, an, an I Ions team? Doesn't want to hear it, but Battle for Azeroth is an unmitigated disaster. Yeah, unmitigated disaster. Yeah, Ion. Um, so, listen, um, if you've looked at the... Uh, if, if, you've, if you've looked at the um, data that's been put out there recently, a lot of games for Blizzard have... Uh, huge reductions in the player base and huge reductions in profitability this isn't a surprise so um hearthstone being in a death spiral surprises me a little bit because i thought at the last shareholder meeting hearthstone was one of the top performers but again if you know from an esports perspective it hasn't been doing well so who knows uh anyway Anyone who hasn't worked there for at least 15 years got a non-negotiable pay cut or the choice to walk. This information, by the way, 
lines up with stuff I've been told. I, I think I've said it before on streams. They completely slashed the bonus schemes. They were one of the reasons why they did these whole this wholesale restructuring and were firing people is because they want to streamline costs because they want to increase profits. So that sounds true. Uh, again, sounds. Don't know. Josh Allen went fucking berserk, all because Papa Activision wants to save money. People begged Morheim to, Morheim to stay. Now the sentiment is that he smelled which way the wind was blowing. So many people are in positions they are unqualified for. This isn't an insult. It's a fact. There are people two years into new positions asking their underlings what to do constantly. The brain drain has effective company, affected company structures severely. Now, this is also uh, something true uh, that I've heard. Um, because they've lost so many. Like, you don't replace somebody like Kim Fan easily. 13 years at your company? Multiple roles? Multiple projects? Mike Moyne, these people are not replaceable. Nate Nancer has been at the company for a long time before he went to fucking Epic Games and worked in various departments. So one of the things that uh, um, certainly rings true, and, and as I've seen, like I, I've been looking into some of the newly appointed people over at uh, Blizzard, and uh, yeah, very surprised by their experience some of them come from like mainstream businesses some of them come from like pr companies and 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 firms that don't have anything to do with games it's it's bizarre so again like understand that you could this doesn't mean this leak is legitimate because you can find this just by looking on like linkedin right but so far all of this introductory paragraph lines up with pretty much everything I've been told. Um, no matter how people uh, tear their hair out and yell, the higher-ups still think trying to make an eSport out of every game is going to make it strike rich eventually. Not just eSports, by the way, but mobile uh, as well. Um, I interviewed somebody just the other day that uh, told me a wonderful anecdote. I don't know if I said this last time I streamed. It's brilliant. Um, where when they did Overwatch, um, wh when they showed the executives the beta of Overwatch, what what eventually got rolled out as beta, like one of the first playable iterations internally in the company. Apparently, Bobby Kotick played it and said, "Like, oh, it's a brilliant game. When can I play it on mobile?" And was being deadly serious. So cool, cool company now. Um, anyway. Uh, this fool's gold you wishful know, thinking horseshit has cost them millions. That's right. Uh, massive crunch on projects like Diablo 4, people sleeping under desks, grown men and women weeping openly as births and a few deaths are missed. A graphics artist has been put on paid leave after being caught self-harming on his break. 2019 has really felt like things are stretched in and reaching a breaking point. Now... We, I think we've seen with the NetherRealm Studios leaks that games company, the games industry is a fucking mess. And again, while the games press are writing about how bad gamers are, uh, what, they're, what they're doing is they're allowing AAA games companies to basically abuse workers with impunity. If you remember, we had that story where that guy said, 
oh um yeah I, I was being racially abused while i was working at blizzard um and that was uh around about the time of that was after they did soldier 76's gay y'all happy pride week we, we're all about diversity and inclusion and then um a mexican-american guy came out and said i've been racially abused for years i hate my life i've filed a complaint with the equality commission so of course we'll just with the games press, don't want to get, I mean, we don't want to be too critical of Activision Blizzard. It's one thing to write an article asking if a Lucio skin is cultural appropriation, but to actually do something for workers' rights, oh no, 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 can't go too deep. That would, we'd get our fucking card pulled. <clears throat> so, uh, let's, uh, let's just scroll down a little bit here to the next, uh, next post. <clears throat> A plan to basically hire university as scabs under a get-your-foot-in-the-door scheme that may as well be called the It's Free Exposure, It's Free Real Estate scheme. Uh, this is just typical of every games company, though. So, I mean, that's not even necessarily insightful. There was a punch-up in the office journalism. after websites that's like... Right. After websites had massively reported on... Uh, after web months, Oh, after websites had massively reported on female employees having to log their ovulation cycles. That was um, the story about the opt-in app where they wanted to find out if you were pregnant when you like and stuff like this. Don't know about ovulation cycles, can't speak to that. Wouldn't put it uh, wouldn't put it past them. Chris Metzen came in for the first time in a long time. He had major surgery on his back or something of the like, and that's why Thrall disappeared for, for Legion, and he left the office looking five years older and just depressed. Many artists let go and work outsourced to companies like Thai asset producer Xpec to lower pro production costs, also standard of any company. Um, Overwatch 2. Well, we've already seen the Overwatch 2 links. I think Jason Schreier put some out there um when he again talked about and this is why another reason why this could this leak could be legit or it could just be regurgitating little bits of information that's already out there in the form of reporting because jason scryer you know said they have cancelled projects like this post says but they're now going to double down and make overwatch 2 i heard about overwatch 2 a while ago and i just didn't believe it i didn't believe it even though the sources were credible i was like that's disinformation that's blizzard trying to find out where the leaks are you why would you make a sequel to a game like two years down the road when you haven't even got your esports fucking league for it up and swinging yet then i started hearing oh it's just gonna be a pve focused game and i was like this reeks this is garbage there's no way blizzard would be this stupid well According to Jason Scryer's report, they are that fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, Overwatch 2 is now in full production as a it-will-fix-it release. It's just left for dead with robots. Uh, played with fla uh, played the flashback seasonal event. It's that for $60 and exclusive cosmetics. In one of the strangest sites I've seen a person... Uh, I've seen a person of colour. I won't place the race or gender to their employment's sake walked off in disgust at four flabby white dudes getting real excited to finally develop a game with no white men in it now this sounds like bait bait 
obviously the media message right now we bow to outrage culture lest it turn its eye of sauron in our direction but people don't talk like that behind closed doors they didn't used to at least it was about making the game the consumer would love and enjoy not chasing woke brownie points the game is set before and after the Winston home invasion. The memes about... Oh, I, I don't know what that is, obviously. The memes about Overwatch being entirely backstory was strongly taken to heart. Trace's girlfriend will die, and over time she will learn to heal after developing a romance with Widowmaker, who has her own journey as the Talon brainwashing wears off. Now listen... I know what you fucking Overwatch fans are all doing out there, right? I know what... So... This this has to be... Fake. But I mean, then again... How many times has fan fiction actually been incorporated into Blizzard? I mean, right from the get-go... With, um, you know... Starting right back to tra the Tracer's ass nonsense they started incorporating fan fiction as a way to like deflect criticism and pander to the community so i have i have like i'm 90 percent thinking bait bullshit garbage but then again with blizzard like i say fucking up oh, we've um negative press let's liberally deploy some gay please can we deploy some gay who's next to be gay so i don't know like um but the whole the whole trace of widowmaker romance is like it's just such a fucking meme if you've ever seen the overwatch porn like i don't know the mccree age plot hole is being retconned in when being one of three clones of soldier 76 in a metal gear solid reference one is found murdered as a story seed for future content reaper is gay that's gotta be yeah see what i mean like I can't. Oh, Reaper. Oh, like, that's got to be fake. That was totally unnecessary. Hello, Dad. When OWL comes crashing down, will the fallout possibly be the end of Blizzard and maybe another deflation in the esports industry? I hope this scam leak doesn't harm naturally grown esports. Nah, listen. Cheers. Listen, um, I was worried to begin with, but what I've started to notice is there's a lot of investors who feel very good that they didn't invest in the Overwatch League, but also very good that they did invest in esports. So I'm not too worried now about it killing the whole industry. And it won't kill Activision Blizzard either, but it might kill their interest in esports and potentially the Call of Duty League. They're trying to rush out because... You know, they don't want people to start asking too many questions. A third faction is being added to balance out a lot of the why would these characters work together just because they hate the other guy's stuff. Leader is a techromancer that brings the dead to life using nanites. Her ult brings back dead players as bots to attack their own team for the remainder of the respawn time. Loot boxes replaced with direct time lock purchases in a weekly rotation selection and strict seasonal buy it or it's gone sales. Couch co-op is happening as this was extremely popular with Diablo 3. Don't expect a massive engine upgrade as a version for the Switch is in the works. I don't know. Like... The Switch version 
makes no sense. A mobile version, though, I know execs want to do this based on what I've been told, so. But. So, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that one. There's, there's some stuff in there that just reeks of bullshit. Plus, as well, it's storyline stuff, and again... The way it works with a games development company, you wouldn't necessarily know what the story writers are doing if you had an awareness of like the overall business rollout. Now, unless this is one of the high-level executives who's decided, like, who's gone, who's decided to go out in a shower of grapes, like this was Kim Fan herself or something, she would know all of that stuff. Um, as an example, there's there's no way this is Kim. You know, I'm just saying, if it was somebody like that. Um, they're the only person who would know about all of it. But uh, it then goes on to Diablo 4. Now, a bit of a spoiler. Um, I like Diablo, and I like Diablo 2. Uh, when Diablo 3 came out, you know, I went to the pre-launch. Uh, Blizzard have sort of airbrushed history. One of the worst, most bungled and botched games launches of all time. It's a disgrace. Not even a real um, and it was a disgrace how they handled right. it. Newt, Newt. Newt, like Newt. If, well, thank you, glad. Thanks for the sub. Um, yeah, error, what was it? Error thirty four was it? I can't remember. Anyway, um, the 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 bottom line is, it was it was garbage. And uh, also as well, the game was ass. Like a lot had changed in gaming. Like running around and clicking on people and getting loot and selling it and that constant like gameplay. That was cool when Diablo two came out. But it, like literally, it was it was just really unengaging and boring to me. And once like it, it kind of felt like the the thing was almost like the addictive element. Like you know, you had like nobody was enjoying playing the game. You, it was just like the gameplay mechanic that it hooks in you or it didn't. Um, and I never liked it. And I, you know, I can take or leave the Diablo series honestly. Uh, but uh, let so I, I I have less insight and ability to gauge how true. The Diablo 4 stuff is. Diablo 4 went into sudden urgent production with the reaction to Diablo Immortal from shareholders, you dumb fucks, not consumers. Your opinions mean literally nothing to them, and many higher ups only show a distaste for the necessary evil they have to deal with. Again, kind of seems a bit hyperbolic to just throw that in there. Like, it's like you're a gamer with an axe to grind. I don't know. Um,. It's a first-person game made in the Overwatch engine. There's no way. There's no way that's You're true. Not even a real journalism. It, it, there's just no way. That's right. It's More an absolute rich. mess. They work. intend Have to. Re great rest of no worries. Dream. Thanks, Benakagi. Hope life is finding you well. It is. Um, it is. It is a first-person game made in the Overwatch engine. It's an absolute mess. They intend to replace the vacuum in our ecosystem left by Destiny, and they want to essentially be the first fantasy shooter, which is a combination of shooting and looter. Um, listen, I know letting Destiny go was like a big fucking uh, was was a big problem. Uh, for them and they don't have a game kind of like that on the books right now that they can use to replace it so like creating an uh, uh, a game in the diablo world that has those sort of mechanics that that's plausible but it being called diablo 4 there's no way they would change the format they couldn't change the format you can't take diablo and make it first person like the the if you, if you think reacting to a mobile game is bad like that's way worse so i don't buy it 
it's not going well gameplay wise uh they can't get the loot to drop properly and anthem's public response has terrified them three classes at launch five planned as part of paid seasonal paid content updates the game involves siding with the demons as after a millennia of peace the angels are now an authoritarian all controlling regime who once again want to purge sanctuary the tagline being workshopped is let out your inner demons as the alt mechanic from overwatch is basically a demonic themed power up for each character the final boss again why would you would why you would be this far into the game's development i don't know the final boss is a holy fight holy light infused angel diablo called Di diabiel primus i hope to god the name changes ending cutscene shows all four games have been a setup diablo was a good guy all along finding the strongest nephilim to prepare for an invasion from the void don't know about this like i mean like kind of doesn't really like read the room kind of doesn't feel like that like you know the devil did nothing wrong kind of feels like not the stance you want to go with right now um expected to launch spring 2021 on project scarlet ps5 battle.net and activision's in the works subscription-based game streaming service running on microsoft's infrastructure then world of warcraft leaks and i gotta be careful scrolling down not porn not porn there we're good um efx1 xi5 that number is no longer allowed to be mentioned in the offices we don't negative we don't allow negativity in the dojo is a daily fucking mantra now they keep saying it's natural ebb and flow we can weather this storm as well currently is dipped below 1 million subscribers when our biggest competition just announced yeah final fantasy that's what i meant um but i don't know why final fantasy would be why would why would final fantasy be such a big deal like i don't think final fantasy fucking ate into world of warcraft's player base did it does anyone believe that yeah no i know it's an mmo but like did people quit world of warcraft to go fucking play ff really huh it's very popular is it interesting well thank you with my with with ignorance like that i could get a job writing for polygon anyway ffxi5 is final fantasy 14 uh yep um so apparently they've dropped below 1 million subscribers not too sure about that as well kind of feel it would be a lot higher uh loot crates were planned but after belgium were hastily reworked into an in-game reward coming in 8.2 or later plausible uh level squish being tested for 9.0 uh response to sylvanas is stronger than expected but general sentiment is that players will come around by the end of the expansion however negative response to christy golden and the void lord story seeding has more people worried bfa uh then next expansion lowers the cap to 60 and level scales everything like the elder scrolls online Vulpera and mechanome are the next alliance races bring up the fucking mechanomes uh alliance 
Alliance Race Unlocks will now come to the cash shop as a paid unlock after its expansion ends, starting with Legion Allied Races in 8.3 and the BFA Races in 9.0 and so on. Uh, there are two tabled competitors for 10.0, and reaction to the end of BFA is going to heavily impact the final decision and what makes the cut. The classic team honestly look like the happiest employees at the company, but there is a growing one-sided animosity between the two teams. Uh, they think they can just replace us paranoia. Classic is going to dictate who is in charge of 10.0. If the money says uh, if the money says one team is clearly the more profitable, they'll get the reins. BC and Wrath servers are in the works as part of the Classic trilogy. And then finally, the StarCraft leaks. Uh, RTS as a genre is considered dead. <laughs> they tried to make it an eSport, but it's just not Brood War. Shooter was planned to be a StarCraft with a live service element. Uh, Tychus Finley survived at the end of the Wings of Liberty after Raynor shot him and they left in the Zerg Hive. Taken and partially rebuilt as a cyborg by the composer, a shadowy beneficiary. Findlay led four-man Black Ops missions during the events. I mean, this just sounds like fan fiction. There's actually nothing about the game in it. Uh, and then... Uh, oh, and then finally, my bad, there was a, there was a Hearthstone uh, bit as well. New project lead not popular with the team. Lots of butting heads at the roundtable meetings. User drop-off is staggering. No Blizzard game in history has fallen off this fast or this far. I just cannot believe that. Hearthstone seems to be one of their more popular titles. Especially when you factor in mobile. Lots of worries about loot box bills. Counting Hearthstone packs as gambling. Can believe that. Rumblings in the halls that there's an experimental buy dust, pay more to get more and save more system with legendaries now exclusive to paid adventures. It's not the esport they wanted it to be. There were plans for Hearthstone VR, but it but they've been mothballed. Is it actually dropping like crazy? Is Hearthstone actually dying? I haven't played it. I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't played Hearthstone for a long time. I think I just hit a point where I was like, I just can't justify drop in you know however many hundred dollars it takes to get all of the cards from every expansion to then just end up playing against like one or two decks on ladder and if you don't play those decks um there's you know you don't have a good time in the game and yeah listen i think auto chess uh is your genre will attract a lot of card game uh players because it is in essence a card game you know, you're making threes and nines and everything, so it's about odds. Um, so I can imagine that. But I didn't realize, I, I didn't realize Hearthstone was dead. Like, holy shit. Um, I'll have to, because again, I'm, I'm just out of that loop. You know, I worked on that WSOE event and uh, talked to a bunch of guys there and things were pretty good back then. But I haven't, um, I haven't talked to a lot of them. I mean... Last Hearthstone guy I talked to, I had a few beers with Brian Kibler out at that Invin thing, but we were talking about the Magic the Gathering tour and all that fucking craziness, really. So, uh, Brian Kibler, absolute legend, by the way. I uh, love that guy. So, so yeah, very interesting. So dead, I forgot it died. Yeah, probably. So there you go. All, all, all told, it started out strong, the leaks. It started out plausible. A lot of the stuff reads like fan fiction and garbage. Richard is going to give this a three. On the plausibility scale out of 10 um and that's being generous probably but uh but who knows dude who knows 